0: Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard to Kane Radio's Chip Shots. Teddy Slyman with you here in the air chair. An hour-long golf talk show. What some beautiful weather we've had, huh? A hint of fall in the air. Got down into the 60s last night. Nice and dry, as it has been pretty much for the whole summer. But uh, nonetheless, we look forward to, uh, to the fall. My favorite time to play golf, for sure. Well, today, 22 years ago today, we all know what happened, 9-11, so i like to keep the, in our prayers and thoughts uh, all the people who have lost their lives in the uh, attacks on the Twin Towers in New York. 22 years ago today, wow, doesn't time fly by? No question. Also yesterday was, uh, let, me get, let me get old Kenny off here, making too much noise. Yesterday would have been Arnold Palmer's 94th birthday. Wow, it's hard to believe he's going too. Let's thank our sponsors before we move along too far. Eagle Ridge, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, Atchafalaya, and Cane Row. Of course, we're going to uh, save Cane Row for our second segment as we have a special guest in our, in our studios today. We'll give tease that and let you know that he'll be talking all about what's going on at Cane Row. And, God, we want to thank our sponsor, our title sponsor, GolfBalls.com, right there in Lafayette on Arnold Boulevard. Anything you want in golf, you can find it there. In fact, they uh, support our Pro-Am, and you can get your merchandise there through our Pro-Am Association. But uh, if you want to try out some new golf clubs, they have a simulator there. You can try out the latest in equipment from all the the top brand companies. So uh, check out GolfBalls.com, Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. Let's start out with Eagle Ridge. They got a new golf pro, Jeff Dupan. He's a Lake Charles native. He uh, he got in the PGA several years ago and then uh, worked at Mallet Cove, Lake Charles Country Club, and then he went into oral sales for a while. And now he lives in Youngville and back at Eagle Ridge as uh, the new golf pro there. So welcome aboard and uh, look forward to working with him, helping me out with uh, some information to uh, pass on to you guys from uh, Eagle Ridge. And then Bellevue, right there in Franklin, nine-hole course. They had their club championship recently. And uh, guess who won? That's right, Brandon Burdett, Ty's son. He seems to win all the big tournaments there. He shot 72-73, 145. And uh, he won by a whopping seven strokes over Bobby McDonnell and Dean Dashe at 156. Winning the senior division was Al Landry at 159, 77-82. And also at Bellevue, coming up uh, this weekend is their annual blowout. It was postponed from uh, August and uh, be uh, held uh, this Saturday, September 16th. And uh, this past weekend at Bellevue, they had the American Legion two-man scramble and get this... Uh, Someone other than a Burdette won the tournament. In fact, uh, it was a tie for first place at 14-under par. Jamin Vakalara and Todd Patin tied Robbie Darden and Mike Cap, 14-under par, tied for first in the uh, two-man scramble. But you know the Burdettes had to get in there. They finished third at 13-under, only one shot out. Ty and Brandon. Maybe, maybe Ty needs to get a new partner. I doubt it. All right, then down at Atchafalaya, they sent me an email today. They're uh, airifying their greens today, Monday, September 11th, and then tomorrow, Tuesday, September 12th, with uh, a three-eighth inch tines. That's uh, it's a nice size there. Of course, it's that time of the year where uh, we need to get all the golf courses need to get prepared for putting down their winter grass. And uh, the growing season's are almost over, so uh, it's a good time to do that. Their back nine was closed today, and their front nine will be closed tomorrow. Then also coming up at Atchafalaya, they have a TaylorMade Demo Fitting Day. That's going to be Thursday. It's coming Thursday, September 14th. If you want to book a time to get uh, try out TaylorMade's equipment and get a fitting day, fitting hour in or whatever, 985 nine, That's 985 395 three. And of course, that 4653 spells out G-O-L-F. Golf. Chaffelai is also continuing their Thursday night scrambles, twilight scramble, nine holes, 530 shotgun start. The entry fee includes golf, prize money, and a hamburger dinner after play. $25 for their pass holders. And forty dollars for the for the public. Once again, call that same number nine eight five three nine five four six five three if you want to enter. Got about a month, six weeks left for uh, with the daylight, so you can get in those twilight scrambles. And then St. Mary's Golf Course in Berwick uh, held our most recent pro am. Ninety players participated in that, and it's only a nine hole course, so that's a pretty good. First time they've they've entered into our program, pretty good first time entries there. And uh, the winning team at plus fourteen was Mitch Gillery, Johnny Oye, Brett Price, and Patrick Darby at fourteen plus fourteen, winning a hundred and ten dollars. Once again, redeemable at Golfballs.com. Second place: Roy Boudreau, Steve Russo, Lenny Dubois, and Mike Lulla. They actually tied. At 10 and 1 on a scorecard playoff with Doug Beard, the tournament director. And kudos to Doug for running such good pro-ams. Todd Ardouin, Donald Sarkees, and Keith Domain, also plus 10. They won, the second place team won $75, third place team $48. Then the low individual players, yep. low A player at plus 9, Brandon Burdett. Guy seems to win everything. Need someone to dethrone him. B player was Boyd Booty at plus eight. He is the director and CEO of the Gator Golf Club, so good going, Boyd. C player, Jules Hebert, plus nine, and the D player, Joseph Olivier, plus nine as well. So the pro-am for this month is coming up tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday at Southern Oaks in Abbeville. We want to play in that. The weather's supposed to be nice, and we look forward to the pro-ams. Then down at Sugar Oaks, their weekly specials, 9 or 18 holes, is only $22. Their Wednesday specials, the one I think is the best value, all day for $31, play as many holes as you want. And we know that uh, on Wednesdays, they have their Twilight Scramble, and they have a a pretty active men's golf association there. So on their last Wednesday scramble, Twilight Scramble, Olin Granger and Chris Bayard was minus 3 and won that. Then they had a shamble on Friday. Front back in 18. On the front, Ronnie Finley, Tam Rosemont, and Keith Domingue was plus four. They won the front. winning the back, Robert Burton, Eric Lachelet, and Glenn Dupuy plus two. Then uh, winning the overall 18 was Roger Passani, Olin Grosje, and Dion Broussard. Then they had a shootout on Sunday, and they played a six-six-six tournament: six holes scramble, six holes best ball, and six holes alternate shot. That's a fun tournament. Kind of like to play in that sometimes. It's really fun. So first place, Roger Pisani and Nikki Milanso, plus seven. Second place, Tam Rosemont and Keith Domain, plus plus eleven. They're looking for help. Inside and outside at Sugar Oaks. Working on the golf course, also in the pro shop. So if you're interested in that, call 364-7611 and talk to uh, Kylie over there at Sugar Oaks. And they have had a bunch of uh, hole-in-ones out at um, Sugar Oaks recently. I'd say in the last three months or so, four hole-in-ones. Ron Finley, Robert Harvison, Willie Lewis, and Bobby Buto all made hole-in-ones. So I guess they come in bunches on the golf courses and then coming up at Sugar Oaks will be uh, the Knights of Columbus Council 1208 which stems out of Sugar Oaks Uh, rather stems out of St. Peter's Catholic Church it's a fundraiser for uh, the Knights of Columbus that's going to be Saturday, October 7th three man scramble $100 per person and the Knights of Columbus does a tremendous amount of things to benefit our community Uh, social service center. Uh, the Pregnancy Center, uh, St. Francis Diner, all kind of community-oriented things that they serve uh, and and divvy up for. Then we mentioned the Gator Golf Club at Sugar Oaks. Boyd Booty, uh, thanks to Boyd for getting me this information. Their last tournament was played at the National Golf Course in Westlake, and uh, first flight winner was a tie between Mitch Thibodeau and Eddie Viator. They were plus five. Second flight, Also was a tie. Kent Kern and Brian at plus one in the second flight. Coming up this weekend, it's going to be their next event. Going to be played at Kashati Pines. We all know that's a casino-oriented course, right? So uh, I'm sure they'll divvy up with their wives and head on over to the casino and play a practice round Saturday and maybe drop some money in the casino. Saturday night, have a nice meal and tee it up on Sunday. So, good luck to the Gator Golf Club and Boyd Booty then the Lafayette senior men 's Golf Association, thanks big time to Lawson Ruley for getting me this information. They have two events each month uh one at out of town course and one at their home course and it's only twenty five dollars to join You only have to be a senior ages fifty and above you don 't have to be a a resident of Lafayette to join their association so and they have two, it's $25, but they have two big events throughout the course of the year. They have a crawfish ball in the spring and a Christmas party in December. And so the winners of that last month was on the out-of-town course was, let's see, Tamaka Trails in Marksville. And the winner of that was Eric Rosen, second place Steve Newman, third place Lawson Rooley, the director, and, and fourth place went to Richard Cormier. Then their home course tournament, Lafayette Muni. They had a, f- <coughs> a tournament on the fourth Sunday. It was a blind draw, three-man teams. So first place went to Keith Benoit, Terry Clement, and Calvin Thibodeau. Plus nine, plus eight, second place. Brent Castile, Sid Thibodeau, and Glenn Bertrand. And they were plus eight, one shot out. The college uh, golf scene is kicked off. This weekend, the UL Ragin' Cajuns are participating in the, uh, it's called the uh, Agent, let's see, I don't want to make a mistake here, Agent Financial Classic. It's played at Squire Creek in Choudron, Louisiana, and is hosted by Louisiana Tech. Last I checked, uh, it's a three-day three day event, so they played yesterday and they're playing today, Ended up right now as we, we speak. But uh, the Cajuns were in second place after the end of the first round, but failed uh, big time today. They're within, I'd say, seventh or eighth place last time I looked. Most of their players not playing too well today. Maybe they can finish strong and uh, start out a, a, a good fall season for the Cajuns. as they, uh, they have a lot of aspirations because they seem to have a strong team uh, with, uh, with the uh, leadership of Eli Artigo and Milan Portiga, both of those guys, and Jake Marla, the state champion for this year, they all had good summers and hopefully lead the, uh, the newcomers in a good fall uh, season. Then the Nota Junior Golf Tournament was played uh, in Mississippi Regional Qualifier at Dancing Rabbit. My grandson, uh, Drew, he, um, he finished fourth. Uh, but it was, uh, he had the low round on Sunday, and uh, he shot 70. So uh, congratulations to Drew. He was uh, fourth in the, in the qualifier, and uh, I think he might, might have made it. I'm not sure. But Jake Moffitt of uh, Mississippi finished first at five under par. Second place, Bailey Souter from Alabama was second. And then Logan Meyer from Arkansas was third and drew fourth. So uh, they qualified for the Cushote Pines Tournament that Notre Begay hosts uh, this coming fall. And the next uh, tournament for Drew will be the uh, Louisiana Junior Golf Association's Cup matches. That's this coming weekend, September 16th and 17th. He'll be playing at Bayou Desert and Monroe. And then finally, uh, we all know uh, the American Junior Golf Association, which is on the same level as the Notre Gay. It's a national uh, group organization which will uh host a junior tournament on the uh at le triomphe october 5th 6th and 7th and it's for the ages of 12 to 15 and uh we all know a junior 13 years old named charlie woods who uh is going to participate in that and uh who knows we might see a, a tiger sighting right here in our backyard in bruce so with that we'll uh conclude our local news and then uh after the break, we'll have our special guest that we'll introduce uh, from Kane Row, and we'll be talking all things Kane Row. So uh, stay tuned for that.
1: Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Kane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Road. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy.
2: Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, Golfballs.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at Golfballs.com.
3: Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Bayou Sports 715 weekday mornings on the all-new K1075.
1: Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. I'm
0: alright. Nobody but about me. got to give me a fight? Can't you just let it be? I, I'm alright. And welcome back to Chip Shots, steady Slimman with you here in the air chair. My uh, colleague, Ralph Boxcar Bagelow, has entered the building, as well as our special guest. Welcome aboard, Ryan Desimo, the head pro at Cane Row Golf Club. How's your mic working there?
4: It's a privilege to be here, Mr. Teddy.
0: So glad you're here. We're going to have fun, for sure. We know with Boxcar, you've got to have fun. So uh, no there's no, no, no question about that. Your mic working good, Boxcar?
5: Yeah, I tried to bring all my <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: tried,
5: I tried to bring all my negativity before we went on the air. Boy, well, so. you
0: did a good job, too.
5: <laughs> if anybody does AC, uh, auto AC repair for free, just let me know. Oh,
0: yeah, sure, I'm sure. <laughs> the fellow lines are ringing. <laughs> well, all right, Ryan, well, give us a little bio on yourself, uh, where you went to high school, college, how you got into golf from the start, and then where your pro career led you to the places you've been prior to Cane Row and uh all the good stuff about Ryan Desimo.
4: Yeah, so uh, grew up, grew up in uh, Lafayette. Was born and raised in in Broussard. Um, you know, I started playing golf when I was four. Uh, grandpa moved out to to La Triomphe. Uh, right when I was four or five, put a club in my hand and it, it's been in there since. <laughs> um, you know, growing up, growing up out there has definitely led me to the. The successful, uh, you know, the early successes in my career. Um, I was homeschooled in high school, kind of made a decision with with my parents that I could do a lot of schooling uh, on the road and, and travel and play in some junior tournaments to get, get a little exposure. Um, once, uh, once finished up high school career, I'd already kind of knew the plan uh, my junior year that I was Making the decision to go to jun- junior college first, I'd already picked out the coach, picked out the school that I wanted to go to, mm-hmm. um, with, uh, with with the guidance of uh, Coach Theo Sliman at UL. Um, he he guided me through those decisions <coughs> as long as with my parents, and uh, you know we went to Brookhaven, Mississippi, uh, small town, and went went to Colin, Copiah Lincoln Community College. Down in Wesson Um, definitely a big change for me but Mm -hmm. at 18 years old it it helped uh, shape the person I am today and and really uh, you know get me into open a lot of doors meet a lot of new people um, experience a lot of great things in the state of Mississippi and um, once I had a a successful two years I graduated with my two-year degree which was the important thing and uh, I was lucky enough and and honored to go and play my last two years of eligibility under under Coach Theo and, and be a Raging Cajun.
0: Oh, wonderful. Uh,
4: and then uh, once once I graduated from UL, I would kind of tried a couple different, different things and different uh, avenues and some sales jobs. And, uh, you know, it was kind of, I left one of my jobs and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. And mm-hmm. uh, one of my best friends growing up Brian Williams called me and said uh, hey man uh, hadn't talked to you in a while would love to uh talk to you uh and get you get you over to Pelican Point in Gonzales and Gonzales and be my assistant wow so after a couple of conversations with him and everything worked out um me and, and my girlfriend moved out to Baton Rouge and we stayed in Baton Rouge for about two and a half years uh, I was at Pelican Point for two years Brian uh, after I think it was early uh, 2021 January 2021 he informed me that he was going to be leaving and he was, he had accepted the job at the head golf professional job at Country Club of Louisiana mm-hmm. um, and so I, I was later then promoted to head golf professional at Pelican Point mm-hmm. and uh, you know uh, things kind of I wanted to make a move, and uh, I got a phone call from a guy that was reopening the island in Plaquemine, and uh, they were like, man, we want you to come down here and help us reopen, and so it worked out. I went and worked there for about eight months, and then uh, and a funny story is I had been, been back and forth and and catching up and talking about, man, what what's uh, going on at the old Squirrel Run and who's buying it and all that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people keeping me up to date um but what a dream come true to be able to get the opportunity to come back home and and grow the game and and give back to a community that has given so much to me and and my family and uh you know in in August uh I was on my way back from Destin Florida and I see Hugh Andre on my phone and answered it and he said man I'd like to talk to you about coming coming to Cane Row and since then, it, it's been uh, such a blessing to be, be back home and, and be at Cane Row, for well, sure.
0: we're glad to have you, for sure. You're a big asset to that golf course, and uh, as we know, and I'm sure you'll talk about when Boxcar asks you a few questions, they're making leaps and bounds in, in their progress uh, at Cane Row, both inside the golf shop with you and then outside on the maintenance end of it.
5: Yeah, so um, so Ryan, you know, obviously, uh, I also had a chance to work with you at Golfballs dot com for for a period of time, and and I can see why you chose not to go the sales route, at yeah. least <laughs> at, at least in golf sales, right. you know, <laughs> there is not a lot of money to be made uh, on that commission for sure, but um, but but yeah, glad to, glad to have you uh, back in the area for for sure. Uh, so, you know, obviously, I've never played golf at a, a level that that you or Teddy or Theo or, you know, most other people that I know <laughs> when I think about it. Um, but, you know, growing up, you know, you, you talked about, you know, you, you started at a young age. Um, you, you, you were ahead of your time with homeschooling for sure, because now that's kind of the, the vogue. you know, especially with, with kids who are aspiring to maybe, you know, have some athletic careers in, in golf and whatnot. Um, but, you know, did you ever dream of you know being a professional as far as a touring professional, you know actually trying to make a living, uh, whether it be you know starting out on the mini tours and, and what, you know just kind of going through the grind?
4: Yeah, no doubt. So when I was um, when I was in high school, I can remember being on the putting green, always dreaming about making that putt um, <laughs> to, to win a major championship. Um, so so funny story. Back in 2009, uh, two, well, 2008, um, I had the opportunity to go to Augusta National and and, and go and enjoy the Masters um, on a Monday practice round with my, my grandfather, my dad, and my uncle. And before then, I was playing every sport. I was playing basketball, baseball, football. And um, it's at that moment... In, you know, on that Monday at Augusta hmm. that I decided, you know what, I'm giving up every other sport. And, you know, one day I want to walk these fairways and I want to be at Augusta. Um, yeah. I mean, every, every kid dreams of that. And, you know, I've been very fortunate to be around a lot of great golfers, um, people that, you know, growing up, um, you know, Sam Burns, the the Philip Barberies, um, you know, people that have been very successful in our, in junior golf and, and have continued that success at a professional level um but you know there it was it's it's crazy how that works sometimes as you know you dream of of doing that and and look, I still have aspirations of of being that guy um you know and being in the position that i'm in as a as you know joining the p g a of America and working towards class a status um that gives you the opportunity to still play and compete and um yeah there's you know, I tell people all the time, it's like I was reborn again, and I got 20 more years now in my life <laughs> to to get ready for the Champions Tour. So, well, <laughs> uh, hey, look,
5: man, stranger stories have happened That's on right. the Champions Tour, yeah. especially. You know, I mean, a lot of club pros have uh, have gone on to have uh, uh, great success. You know, uh, definitely, and and uh, even even golf coaches like um, um, the the guy with Illinois, Mike, Mike Small. Small. Yep. I mean, you know, has made a handful of cuts on the pga right. tour and you know and and uh you know I th- you talked about that competitive fire as long as that is even just an ember you know yeah, in you for sure then you know now look there's there's some people that are perfectly happy uh i know a couple of golf pros yeah. that have really cush jobs you know um kind of have it made and yeah. they don't you know they just do lessons during the day and go home at night and they're, they're fine. You know that, you know, but, uh, but, but I think, you know, you're still, are still a young guy, man, That's you right. know? Yeah. So. Yeah.
4: So it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, I've, I've been very fortunate to be able to get into this profession at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not too many people that have the opportunities that I've had, um, and be able to run a golf course at 29 years old. Uh, right. It's unheard of in our business. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know my number one goal is to make to take advantage of that and to uh you know make make the golf course that i'm at the best that it can possibly be and you know the calling was for me to get into this profession it was a sign that for me to do this right now and and uh i've accepted that and but i i still still do have that competitive fire in me and you know when i go play in these tournaments with some of the guys they they see it Mm-hmm. And they they understand how much it means to me, and um, it'll it'll never go away.
5: Well, you know, again, I mean, um, uh, I know Kane Rowe is is uh, very happy to have. And you talked about that that phone call, and, and look, you know, it was a rough um, rough couple of years. You know, as far as the the rumors going around, who was going to do, you know, get it? Who was going to, you know, what would, would it shut down? I mean, just a. Just a, a a lot of things flying around, yeah. and uh, you know, kudos to 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 Hugh for stepping up at a time when, look, when when he b- bought this golf course, that that was golf was not flourishing at that time. You know, I, I mean. It, we, we kind of talk about it backhanded, but but COVID was kind of a blessing in disguise, sure. you know, and brought a lot of guys. That was one of the few things you could actually still do, you know, and it was outdoors and it uh, a lot of new players, you know, came into the game and and, and and the great thing about it is they've stuck with the game, you know, it, that's the thing. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about, um, and we'll talk some more about by Rose specifically, but... Uh, you know, you you grew up playing junior golf, and and Teddy and I talk about this a lot. Um, it, it seems like in certain parts of the state, junior golf is still alive and well, thriving. Shreveport, especially in that sure. area, and David Tom's Academy has a lot to do with that. You know, and yeah. Sam Burns up there, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, but it, it does seem like it, it it hit a lull down here, and and and. I, you know, when I talk about junior golf, I'm not just talking about my kids. You know, I'm talking about high school golf as well. Yeah. And I can remember, and that wasn't that long ago because my, my son's uh, 32. So when he played for for New Iberia Senior High, they had, I, I would say, like 16 guys going out for the team. And you had to to earn your way onto the team. You know, not everybody made it. You had to shoot a certain number to get your bag and all kind of stuff. And now they don't even have a team. They have no no players, you know. And um, and Teddy coached several state championship teams at Catholic high school, and they still have a team, but it's not nearly the participation that it used to be. So, so from a, from, from your perspective as somebody who thrived on the junior circuit and, and is now a a professional, you know, do you have aspirations to try to help grow the, the, the the junior game and, and, and try to bring some, some of these kids, you know, onto the golf course?
4: Yeah, for sure. So, you know, Shreveport does it the best. Shreveport and Baton Rouge—they have a lot of a lot of support from a lot of the big country clubs, um, and and I say that because you got a private country club in Squire Creek um, that one—it's a first-class facility. Um, Two—it's got one of the greatest staffs in in all of Louisiana. But but they do such a great job at understanding that yeah, you got to cater to those big-time members and those people who, you know, who got the money and, and they're going to support you. But they also understand that there's young kids out here that eventually one day when they're successful, they're going to come back and they're going to support the place as well. Um, you know, and, and Sam and Philip Barbary and Nathan Johnson and all those guys from Shreveport have done such a great job of being that model for all those country clubs there. Um, You know, just just for instance, so in Baton Rouge, when I was working at at Pelican Point, and, you know, I'm still very close with my buddy at at Country Club of Louisiana, they had 47 kids in their junior PGA league Hmm. this year. Um, And that is phenomenal. It is. Um, Yeah. They had had to split it up into four different teams. Wow. Um, You know, and he's got him, an assistant, the director of instruction, Blaine Potter, he had to come in and he had to help out as well. I mean, they, for it to get that big, it, you know, these, the country clubs and the golf courses have to get on board with that. And, and, you know, golf's not a cheap sport and, you know, it's, uh, but it, it's time that, that the community, the pros and, and people that lead these golf courses understand that, you know, that's the future, mm-hmm. um, you know, you could be – you could have the next Tiger Woods at your course and you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and golf does so much more than just bring bring a great sport and, and fun to play with your friends, but it just teaches you a lot about life. And, um, you know, it, 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 speaking specifically for this area, um, you know, how much Cane Row and, and all the golf courses around our area can help this area out because there's not a lot you know i watched the catholic high golf team come practice and there's 10 of them and i remember growing up there was like 20 kids going out for the oh, team yeah. and you had to compete mm-hmm. absolutely um and i think i think the more kids you get involved now that that's going to increase the participation that's going to increase the competitiveness and and make kids want to earn their way um to be there and and so i just think you know there's a lot of things that maybe in the future that you know as I take responsibility for that as well, um, you know, because sometimes I overlook that. It's, it's easy uh, when you got a million other things going on, but it, it's an important thing to, to do because they are the future of our game. Um, you know, my generation. Um, it, it's time for our generation to step up, um, to be honest. It's, it's our generation that's going to help make sure the golf courses stay around for the future. And, right. and honestly, it, you know, COVID was such a terrible sickness and a, a terrible thing for, for our country. But the, the game of golf was definitely at a low point. Oh, it was and, on life support. And when I tell you, like, and I've never seen that many people at golf courses before. Right. Um, we were only open from seven to three in Baton Rouge, and we had 250 on our tee sheet every oh, day. Gosh. Um, oh, you know, the revenues were increased by like 50%. It was, yeah. I mean, it was just insane. Yeah. Um, but no, definitely it's, it it takes uh, you know, and I tell my buddy that all the time. You know, he's he's thirty and he's running Country Club of Louisiana, and I'm like, you know what? It, it's our generation that needs to put the stand forward and say, look, we're going to grow this and we're going to make it better.
5: Well, yeah, I mean, and, and and you have to have the cooperation of your members too, because yeah. they have to understand, yeah. Th- there ha- the kids have to have access to the golf course at some point in time. You know, you can you can let them go hit balls on the range and and do what you know. But you know, for one day a week for a few hours, it's not going to kill you to to let the kids get out there and and play. You know, and 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 you and 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 a lot of the area courses too. Uh, great job in and and. and giving access to your courses to the high school teams yeah. you know at no charge and i know the coaches are appreciative of this and it, it's fun to you know to, to to see see some of these kids and, and look you know again i it's a, I, th- I think the potential's there to, you know to to get get some kids involved you 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 mentioned the biggest barrier obviously is cost i mean um it's just not a cheap sport to get into and and um and and, ho- and hopefully you know we'll have more uh maybe corporate sponsors that could step up and and, and maybe you know uh, get get make clubs accessible to the kids and and uh, you know that, it's just the kind of sport where you know it's one thing kid wants to go play soccer you know go buy a pair of cleats and, and a pair of shorts and yeah. go try it out you know the, yeah. you know but you want to get into golf where well, you got to go buy clubs yeah. you got to buy balls you got yeah it's it is expensive but, yeah. but 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 yeah if we don't if we don't grow it from the you know the roots um uh, it, it it will eventually it's just like a plan i mean you know it dies. it has yeah. a lifespan you yeah. know and
4: you know like when i was growing up we had the acadiana junior golf league mm-hmm. and uh yeah. you know now that's nowhere right you know there, there's nothing during the summer that these kids can it's either you know you gotta go spend money and and travel all over the state or you got to so there's nothing locally that that some of these kids that you know aren't as fortunate as others to be able to travel all over yeah. they have nothing to play in right and um you know and that that's kind of that's where we need to focus we need yeah. to focus on making it more accessible for those families
5: yeah um, and I think you know if you, if you can get into the into the elementary schools and the middle schools and and get the the P.E. coaches, you know, kind of on board to maybe introduce this, That you know, once a week we're going to do a, a little, you know, golf thing. With, yeah. It could be wiffle balls. You don't have to have, you know, all, all kind of fancy stuff. You know, yeah. it could be on a simulator. I mean, it could be a, a lot of things, Yeah, you
4: know? so, so I got a really, really quick story real quick. So one of my good friends um, from New Orleans, you know, growing up, they didn't have much, and the first tee of New Orleans was there, and he uh, he went through the first tee program he was able to play in all of our junior events, the same ones that we were all playing in. And, uh, you know, he got a full scholarship to the University of Maryland. And, you know, in January of this year, this past year, I had the opportunity to go hang out with him. And and now he is the assistant golf professional at Pebble Beach. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and so so you look at that story as, yeah. a, as a kid that would have never gotten in and playing golf, but through the first tee in New Orleans. Right. Changed his life, and he went He went up to, you know, wow. to Monterey Peninsula. And now, <laughs> you know, one so. of the top
5: five jobs in golf, probably. <laughs> <Literally. you know? laughs> so uh. so that's, that's,
4: that's where we need to you know, as, as the local golf pros and everyone <coughs> yeah. in the business, we've got we to gotta realize we've got to build, continue building the game of golf. And
0: look, you know, the, the, that's future members, you know. Yeah. If you teach somebody yeah. to play golf, well, and they, they're going to want to play with someone else. And I think w- one of the things that, that – Golf is a lonely sport, you know. You do it by yourself, but if you can, if they can get friends to play and learn the game together, that makes it more enjoyable because you well know that that that's what it's all about—the fellowship on the on Definitely. the country club level. You play with your friends and in yep. your games, and it, it's so much fun.
5: Yeah, and I'm looking forward to to you know, and I know this is more of an adult thing, but when Top Golf opens up in Lafayette, I think it'll. It'll give you an opportunity, you know, because they do have times when kids can yeah. go out there, mm-hmm. and and it's it's not the competitive environment, you know. You're not shooting a score, you're not losing a a million golf balls on the golf course. You know, yeah. you're just going out and having fun, shooting at targets and doing stuff like yeah. that. So so that may may introduce some more kids too. But um, how are we doing on break time, Ted? Do you want to?
0: Well, we can go all the way. Okay. Through. All right.
5: Uh, so let's get back to to um, to, to cane row again. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about your path here and 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 uh of course you know we know that it was um uh great and i mean i, I just can't say enough about what you know hugh has done as far as the improvements to that golf course because look again we talked about it uh you know even even some of the high-end country clubs are just losing money each yeah. month it's a tax write-off for the owners i mean it 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 is what it is, you know. Let's be honest. So for him to be willing to invest the millions of dollars that he has had to put into it to get it into the shape it's in right now, because it was bad, you yeah. know. I mean, it was you know for 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 that layout, you know, yeah, it was definitely. it had gotten to be really rough. So so for people who maybe haven't, haven't been out there, um, uh, I want you to maybe talk about you know the, what, what has happened since you've been there to where we're at today um and to what's uh, plans you know in the future
4: definitely so when uh when I first got there you know we were at our membership was probably at 130 135 um you know in my recent count a couple uh couple of days ago I was going through some stuff we were at a little over 210 wonderful um, right so we've we've gained almost doubled yeah we've yeah. gained you know a lot more and you know we just redid all the bridges um you know and the the number one question I always get every day is, is "Oh, man, it was a car path." <laughs> you know, and yes, it 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 might need to get done, but it's not our our number one yeah. number one thing. You know, it's card paths are a major investment. Um, card paths you redo card paths; those, they're not going anywhere for years. Mm-hmm. So it's uh you know he's done a, a really good job of you know and 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 honestly you know the late bruce uh, corcoran he how awesome and, and great was he coming in and and reviving the place and someone that I was very honored to work with for a year yeah. um unfortunately, we lost him almost a year ago uh, probably early october i i think, think uh, so. late september um but what a great guy, someone who had so much knowledge uh, did phenomenal work and um you know we miss him dearly, but his friend and and colleague and Alan Chasteen, who's now, you know, he's a he's a retired lifetime member of the PGA. Mm-hmm. So he's also a voice that I go to a lot and decisions that I need to make and, you know, guidance. And, and he's been really good. Um, and He's doing a phenomenal job keeping our golf course where we need it to be. And we've, you know, just because of the way they've done their work on the outside, we've been able to increase tournaments and We've got a lot of people calling about golf tournaments, and of course, the biggest thing is, you know, you increase your tournaments and you <laughs> yeah. get all this play. And your
5: members get. <laughs> then your members start getting,
4: and, and I get it. I get yeah. it. You pay a monthly fee, and 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 so it's trying to balance that out. Yeah. Um, well, that's
5: where the the original twenty-seven holes yeah. was was a great yeah. concept. You yeah. know, it just got to be cost exactly. prohibitive at, at yeah. some and, point. Yeah, and know. you
4: know, it's uh, my my goal. In my first two years was to build that relationship with these tournaments and. And to really increase it and, and let people know that we're welcoming them here and we want them to come to our golf course. Um, you know, now moving forward next year, there's going to be some changes in, in tournaments um, and when they are and when they're allowed. And, you know, just because we've gotten to that point where I've increased membership so much that I've got I've to let these yeah. members start playing. Have access, and, uh, yeah. And what a great membership we have. Um, I've been at three, well, I'll say four clubs because I was a member at LA Triumph all my life and i have never been around a group of people that that have just absolutely taken you in as family um you know a lot of these guys i go hang out with um outside of the golf course and um you know just really good group of guys mm-hmm. and, and and a lot of great people at cane row and so the people that have never been there people that want to come we we welcome you um you know we're a, it's a it's a family atmosphere. Um, and we're always constantly doing things to make the golf course better. Um, and, and you know, honestly, I haven't worked for anybody more energetic and passionate than uh, Mr. Hugh Andre. Um, he's he's became a really good friend and someone that we've been able to experience a lot of cool things together. Went to Augusta this year yeah. went to go to the Masters. Um, also went, we're planning, we have a trip in December to Pebble Beach. Um, so, and I, and I just feel like the atmosphere that we've created now when you walk into cane Row, i hope i hope you feel welcomed more welcome than any other place um and because that's our goal and if it's not if, it, if you don't feel that way you always can come talk to me because that that's the feeling i want our people to walk into and um no it's uh you know bridges they're done um and i got rest, great news restrooms our out there now. so new restrooms the the irrigation is finally going to be completed here in probably a week or two and then uh, we're gonna start overseeding and get ready for the the winter and uh, I'm just gonna say this it's gonna look really nice this year so okay, so okay. really excited about Ryan just to just to
0: go, fall back on what you were alluding to you know you you're welcoming people there you also have a great staff that uh, and, and they're all older but experienced and personable yeah. and you know, you're blessed there as well as, as well as the For members sure. that came on. They, everybody needs to appreciate the, sure. the extra help you have there.
4: Yeah, so you know, we got Johnny, Sid, Mr. Johnny Hargrave. He's he's great. Um, so Sid Champagne, and uh, and then the local legend in Kevin Arsenault. You know, everyone everyone knows Kevin.
0: Um, yeah, send him back to Delco. Yeah, yeah.
4: And
5: Sid may be the best yeah. hybrid player I've yeah. ever seen in my life. Yeah,
4: I, I sent Sid, of course, uh, with with Kempton Collins, and they, they came back and they won. I was like, oh, no, I'm Sid, never putting that team back together. Sid
5: is a professional. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna say sandbagger because he he just plays really well in That's tournaments. Right. You know. No,
4: and, and, uh, I'm really fortunate. I got so. Got a young guy named Jace Quipido. Went to Catholic High, played golf there. Um, I'm actually going to put him. He's going to join the PGM program. He's going to be working towards his Class A as well. Oh, yeah, um, that's wonderful. So, so it's going to be good, you know. Have have all these guys and and especially Jace to to mold him and and to teach him the ropes at at a young nice age too. Yep.
5: Yeah. So let's uh, you know, you mentioned and we was actually supposed to have you on right after the Masters yeah. and it didn't didn't work out. So you got to go again this year. Yep. Um, how many times have you have you? So been that was my fourth time. Fourth time, okay. Yep. So you said the first time was 2008. two thousand eight. Eight, okay. So two
4: thousand nine, two thousand ten, and then this past year. Okay.
5: Um, yeah. So so four times. So fifteen years. So what what had I only got to go one one yeah. time, and and you talked about wanting to you know play golf, um, uh, and after I went for that. Practice round, I aspired to be a professional beer drinker because it was so cheap. <laughs> you know, I mean, Prices are I, definitely in I your had, favor. I had never seen anything like that in my life, you know? Yeah. And um, so, so, yeah, we had a great time. T- The best part of that, I'll have to tell you that story another time, but we got a hotel room for $39 a night that Uh wasn't supposed to, yeah, it was, uh, (laughs) I got it on my state employee rate, and that wasn't supposed to happen, so, and it had free beer and snacks in the uh, lobby, and it was like, what, a half a mile from the golf course, Ted?
0: Yeah, it was about a mile, but uh, it, it, it day, was well, well worth it. in the day walk.
5: The, the <laughs> right day's in, right yeah. Oh, we walked minute. back. and Oh, you know, well, yeah, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, but anyway, uh, so in 15, those 15 years, ha- have you noticed um, – I mean, they obviously have changed the golf course. They've, yeah. they've lengthened it. They tiger-proofed it, yeah. uh, you know, and, and uh, changed some of the holes. So, so what's some of the uh, – and, of course, now they have a lot – I don't know what they call that really – Hotty toddy, fancy falutin place. Uh, the, uh, Birch, uh, Birch place. So, yeah. So
4: we actually had those passes. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah we had them. Saturday. Well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had Saturday, Sunday rounds. Um, so we we went up on Wednesday. Uh, I, I drove up with Mr. Todd Weber from Schilling, who has been an awesome partner, a great friend. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Herbie and Buddy, they they allowed us to go and use their tickets, and. Um, you know, Hugh flew up and met us on Thursday. We played golf. But funny story, so Friday we're playing golf at, at a course in North Augusta. And, of course, we're staying at this massive, nice house just outside of Augusta National. And we're, we're playing golf, and Mr. said, over. He goes, it's about to get really ugly at Augusta National. And because the wind started blowing where we were, and we get alerts that two trees fell on the golf course. Oh, wow. And yeah. we look, and Boom his buddy was like man you were right how you knew that was happening and uh but the next day we went you would never know that (laughs) well (laughs) let
5: me contribute my story to that so exact same thing happened it must be that time of the year when they get these you know storms that came through so we were we teddy i and paul terrio went on that trip and we played how many courses ted four on the robert Robert trend drones on the way there so you know made a a two or three day trip to get there and the we were supposed to play thirty six holes at um, it was the Lynx and the lakes. I forgot what town that was in, but we played. Uh, but anyway, that that night, well, we slept through it. We didn't hear anything, but apparently a tornado hit uh, nearby. And when we get to that golf course, they have trees down all over the place. Now we're still playing. They're cleaning up trees and whatnot. Yeah. So we we drove. We decided not to play the other you know other eighteen. We drove in. So Augusta, we get there about maybe two o'clock or whatever, and um, we hear, you know, one of the iconic uh, trees on, on the drive, you know, the yeah. magnolia, you know, lane had gone down, and and then we see this this pine tree, this gigantic pine, you know, that it, it, it was fallen. and then, so we, you know, we walk the golf course and, you know. Teddy almost got arrested for... It, it
0: was to the <laughs> right of number 10. This, yeah. and, and I wanted him, you know, we, hit, we only had a couple of hours. I wanted him to see Amen Corner. So yeah. finish the story. So Teddy
5: almost night. got arrested at Amen Corner. But, that you know, he, he went over the ropes to take, a picture. to take a picture by the plaques, you know. And you're not supposed to go over the ropes, yeah, so, you know. So, <laughs> but, a little uh, strict out there. But, yeah. But when we walked back, <laughs> there was no way you could tell there was ever a tree right there. When I'm telling you, you know... I don't know wh- who they brought in, you know. <laughs> for all I know, for all I know, Jesus Christ just came down, yeah. and you know, and he, and, and healed that land, you know. That's right. But it's incredible. No, it it's, really is. It's an
4: incredible piece of property and uh, just a, a very magical place. When you, getting to experience it on Sunday afternoon when the, the groups were coming in was the coolest experience because you watch it on TV and you're there, on you know, on Sunday afternoon. And, you, man, they, you, you just don't hear those roars in, in yeah. person. And when you're there and you hear those roars is yes. the coolest experience ever and
5: you can only imagine it's what great. it was what it was like when Tiger was you know making those charges and and those echoes i mean it, it had to just yep it really freak well, out the other competitors was really cool, you know?
4: is Phil made a charge this year, yeah. and yes. so you know the people at Augusta, they're always going to be respectful, no matter what sure. and just to hear those those roars coming through the back nine and on thirteen. You know, 12 and 13, you could just hear them. We were sitting on 16 where they hit over us, mm-hmm. and it was just, just an incredible no, no experience. No question.
0: It's a special place. Yep. Ron, I have a question for you. You know, I'm yep. a PGA Golf Pro, retired, kind of like Alan is, uh, except he's not retired. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, So uh, our new PGA office uh, moved to Frisco, Texas and celebrated one year there. On uh, August twenty-second, you had the privilege of uh, of being there for for an event, and uh, tell us about the, the the new facility and your experience there.
4: Yeah, so we uh, I flew in early Sunday morning about a, two weeks ago, and um, man, what an incredible place! Uh, you know, so they have the PGA headquarters on one end of the property, and then the other end is the Omni Hotel, and. What an unbelievable job they did at, at just designing. You know, I went to Frisco a year ago to play in a Callaway event at uh, Los Colinas. And just in a year, how much that area has grown is, in, is incredible. And just the, the facility at the PGA, they have a 200-yard putting green. Cool. Um, it's got 1,000 flags on it. It's a putting course. You know, but but honestly, going back to the junior thing, so, like, there's a million juniors out there on this putting course and, and, you know, they got a light up par three course, 10 holes. Um, you got two 18 hole golf courses. And of course you have the championship course that I played on. Um, I know why it's a championship, (laughs) um, but, but what a phenomenal job they did out there and just the the service, the, the people out there, you know, of course I went for, for a Callaway staff event, which Callaway has been unbelievable to me. Um they, they treat me so well. But but they they put on a amazing event out there and you know, you got we were there the same time they were picking the Ryder Cup and so Stuart Sinks practicing putting on the side of me. You know, you got Zach Johnson in the clubhouse making his picks. <laughs> um, yeah. so it was just a really cool experience, um, you know, and it's crazy. This this game this game has brought lots of great experiences like that.
5: Yeah, you're blessed for yeah. sure. So, speaking of Ryder Cup, uh, real quick, I mean, and, and, you know, putting aside our patriotism, but, yeah. but honestly, who do you think? Who do you like?
4: Uh, I think, you know, honestly, I I would say, you know, a couple of weeks ago I would have said Europe all the way. Um, but, honestly, Team USA is pretty stout. Um, I I didn't agree with uh, the pick of Jordan Spieth, but that's why I'm not picking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, I would have definitely put Keegan Bradley there. He he deserved it. He has, you know, he's a a great guy, great story. Um but no, you have Justin Thomas who you can't leave at home. I agree totally with that pick. And you got Sam Burns. Sam, I mean, I'm I'm biased with Sam <laughs> cuz I know him a little bit, but like, you know, Sam is one of the best match play players in the world. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, this young American team, you know, it's not it's not the old Ryder Cup team where you got Tiger and Phil, you know, this this young young generation that's on that team has a lot of fight, a lot of competitiveness in them. And uh, I feel like Team USA could really shock them and, and, and do something special in Rome.
0: Well, great. Well, look, well, time's up. I uh, appreciate you coming on board, Boxcar. I appreciate your pertinent questions for, for Ryan. And uh, just a, a programming note, know that uh, – The Catholic High Coaches Show is coming up next with uh, Tony Landry and Coach Stasmo. I think they're coming off of a big win, so uh, that ought to be an interesting program as we continue our sports theme here on Kane Radio. Thank you guys for coming in. See you on a flip-flop.
1: Hey, guys. If you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Kane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy.
2: GolfBalls.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com.
3: Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tea time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. You're listening to KANE, 1240 AM and K298CQ,
1: 107.5 FM, New Iberia.
4: The voice of the tash.